Did you know Super Awesome Mix has an app? Go to the Apple App Store today and download Super Awesome Mix. It's free. You could start creating and sending your own digital mixtapes in just a few clicks. Also, there's links to our Instagram account and a link where you can follow your favorite podcast. Speaking of which... Welcome back to another super awesome mix. This week, yet another mix made up of our bonus track from some of your favorite mixes from season one. First up, we've got four more tracks from our cities and states mix that was right around the 4th of July. Check it out. All right, welcome back. These are our bonus tracks for our state song mix. These were tracks that we love but just couldn't quite fit on the main mix during the main show. So our Patreon um, patrons get to hear them on our bonus track segment. And so, Samer, each of us picked two more songs. You started out with Los Angeles, I'm Yours by the Decemberists. Yes, I honestly couldn't believe that I haven't picked a Decemberist song yet um, in the you know 12 to 13 episodes we've done so far. I love them. I was obsessed with them all through college. Um I think they were described once by Stephen Colbert as like a hyper literate band. Um, and it makes sense when you listen <laughs> and read their lyrics, like their word usage and, and just their like, yeah, their fanciness with words, which obviously I don't have because I just said fanciness with words is, is, uh, <laughs> is unparalleled. Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> so um, this song is, again, kind of another love hate relationship with the city. And I think LA is another one of those cities where a lot of people either like really love it and they live there forever, or they absolutely hate it. And they either have to live there because they need to, or, um, you know, because they just love to hate it, which I think a lot, I'm certain some people live there for that reason. But honestly, like I love Los Angeles. Um, again, you know, going back to my trips to California, we would go and visit LA and I've been back a number of times, uh, in, in recent years. And, you know, I, I get why people can hate it as much as they do, but I also think that there's just like a lot of culture and a lot of great food and like the beaches can be so gorgeous. And there's just something so magical about like opening your window and having an ocean breeze roll in um, while you're in like a major, met, you know, metropolitan area. So uh, I love Los Angeles. I love the December. So this was just like a perfect song to kind of sing to um, sing to that city. Yeah, I wrote, <clears throat> you saw you talk about lyrics. That was the first thing I wrote down was this is so well written. And yes. the way he describes both the good and the bad of Los Angeles, I thought was just so well done. Um, and that's the thing that, that just really stuck out to me about this song, because I know I enjoy I enjoy going out to Los Angeles, too. Um, and I think there's so many cool things out there. But as he highlights, there's also some downsides as well. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, no, I thought it was a great song, re- really well done. And um, definitely going to do a deeper dive into this, the Decemberists as well. Awesome. Yeah, I think uh, you'll definitely enjoy them. All right. So let's bounce back over to your bonus, your first bonus track. You've got Back to California by The Wallflowers. Yeah. So The Wallflowers, obviously the big hit, the big mega hit when they first came out was One Headlight. And that still gets radio plays now. But they've released like six albums. They've actually got an album coming out, I think, in the next Mm -hmm. couple of weeks. And I've kind of stuck with them throughout this is off their album titled Rebel Sweetheart, and I think it's just a great rock song. And also talks about how much they love California and want to move back to California. 
Um, so I, I just think it's a, it was a great rock song, but again, couldn't really fit it into my journey from, you know, Maine to Texas because I was on the other, other side of the country. <laughs> sure. Yes. <laughs> no, it's a great rock song. And, and it's funny, this one headlight definitely could have been on our, our second hit wonders mix. Um, because I think a lot of people really only know them for that song, but they, like you said, they've had a pro- prolific music career and they're still going. And this one just immediately like hit me. It's high energy. I love the lyrics. Um, really fun song. Great rock song. Nice pick. All right. So now we get to your second bonus track, and you picked Over the Rainbow. And I'm going to try to get this name right. Okay. In Israel, Ole. I think I got yes, it. Yes. I think you're close. It's like Kamakawi. I think it's a V sound. Vivole. I think that that's Vole. how it's pronounced. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, there's a YouTube link on literally how to, there's a lot of YouTube links on how to pronounce his last name. And I was so, sitting there practicing it last night over and over, trying to get it right. And of course, well, <laughs> still butchering. Anyway. Um, I just, I, I picked him just to set you up so that you would look like you <laughs> didn't know how to pronounce his name. I have no other reason why. I, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so this song reminds me, um, honestly, it's like Hawaii in a song, right? So obviously this is a cover of i mean just a beautiful song over the rainbow but he has uh he's a native hawaiian um had just an amazing career unfortunately lost his life like really early um due to i think obesity related uh illnesses um and he you know just sings this song with his little ukulele and it's just so like hauntingly beautiful and and i i had a trip to hawaii um i actually stayed at the resort that was featured in the movie forgetting sarah marshall because oh nice (laughs) yeah like, I literally, I, I thought that movie was so funny and it looked so beautiful. So I, I just Googled what resort did they stay in and then I booked a, <laughs> booked a stay there. <laughs> that was awesome. Wow. Yeah. Um, it was, what, island, it was, what island is that resort on? So it's on Oahu. So it's okay. just like north. It's You like land in Honolulu. You take a 45-minute car to the other side of the island. It's on the very north side in a part called Turtle Bay. So the resort is Turtle Bay Resort. Um we should reach out to them for some, you know, some promotion deal right yeah, now. Yeah, that's but free advertising, okay? That is, We're going to collect yeah. those dollars, Turtle Bay Resort. <laughs> um, Hawaii is just a magical place. I'm dying to go back. The other reason I put this on was that in this last year, you know, during lockdown and, and peak pandemic um, in the United States, the thing that honestly just kept me going was this, this like, daydream of when this all ends and like the world is kind of like safe and back to normal and, and all that, I want to just book a trip to, to Hawaii without a return date and just kind of like stay there <laughs> until I feel, <laughs> feel like reborn, you know? Um, and I would in- invite anyone who wanted to come. I would still just go by myself, but I was just like, I wanted to leave, <laughs> wanted to leave the city and just be somewhere beautiful like that. So that, that really kept me going. So that's why Hawaii made the list. Yeah, Hawaii's an amazing state to it. And yeah, we, we did our honeymoon out there and just loved it and can't wait to go back. Um, but yeah, and this is an amazing song. I, I'm not even a huge fan of The Wizard of Oz or the original Over the Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really love this song. And, it, and it's a great song. If you're, if you're putting together like a video montage, this is a yes. great song for a video montage. Yeah, Exactly. All right. So to take us home, your final bonus track, you've got... Um, just an amazing different song uh, compared to everything else we've got on, on the mix. Um, by the time I get to Arizona by Public Enemy. Okay, so what made me think of this song, and it wasn't going to work for the main states podcast, but recently President Biden announced that Juneteenth would now be a national holiday. Yes. And it was the first federal holiday since Martin Luther King Day, 
was declared a national holiday, which was in 1986. Yeah, by Reagan. Yes. Yes. And so, but at the time, Arizona did not recognize it as a holiday. And in fact, it wasn't until 1993 that they recognized it as a holiday. So there was this big political debate going on in Arizona during those years where, you know, the leadership that took over in 1987 declared that the holiday was illegally enacted. So essentially, it was kind of a a process issue that they kind of declared it illegal on. Not so much we're going to stay away from the actual issue of of what the holiday is. They were just the process by which it was enacted. They didn't believe in. And so then they uh, declared the third Sunday in January would be a holiday honoring MLK and civil rights, but it would not be a work day. Hmm. And so Arizona had this weird, like alternate, uh, lived in this weird alternate universe. And then for years just did not move the holiday to, you know, the third Monday in January, which is where it is now. Um, and so public enemy came out with this song, essentially calling out Arizona for like, (laughs) like, why are you doing this? And I remember even at the time, I think Chris Rock was on Saturday night live, a very young Chris Rock. And talked about how ridiculous it was because, you know, we're all we're asking you to do is take the day off. <laughs> There's really nothing more than that. <laughs> That's such a good perspective on I that. Think, I think he even had the lie. Like, you don't have to sit around and read Jet Magazine. Okay? Just don't work for a day. <laughs> um, and the tipping oh point God, actually came. Yeah. The tipping point actually came. The NFL was, you know, looking for... Um, was planning on having a Super Bowl, and they announced the Super Bowl host years in advance. And I'm not sure if it had been awarded to Arizona and was revoked, or if they were just out of the running. But essentially, it was the loss of a Super Bowl that kind of motivated the legislature there to just, okay, let's make this you know part of the right. calendar. Let's just get in line with everybody else. So in 1993, they uh, they just got in line with everyone else on the MLK holiday. And in 1996, uh, they hosted the Super Bowl. And actually, the Cowboys... Nice beat the Steelers in that one so yay Cowboys that was our last yay. Super Bowl win so I was gonna say it's been a long time since <laughs> it's that been happened. a long time yes but <laughs> um but there you go but okay so definitely a departure but in light of the fact that we just got a new federal holiday it made me think back to uh to this and this song yeah. that came out yeah yeah absolutely that was exactly the thought I had as I was reading through the lyrics um great song great lyrics I mean they're so long for like a four minute song. He fits in a lot of verses um, and like a lot of history and a lot of feelings and everything. So it's pretty awesome. Uh, definitely read those. And, and yeah, great, great pick. Great bonus tracks. Love this. Yes. And thank you to our, our patrons who are listening. We really, really appreciate your support. It means Next up, we've got four bonus tracks from one of our more popular mixes that we did all of season one. It's our Songs of Summer Mix. So check out four bonus tracks for you. Welcome back to our super awesome mix bonus tracks. And I had the big cliffhanger on the main show about whether or not a Bruce Springsteen song would show up. So glad you're tuning in to find out the answer. Um, Samer? Yes. Well, I mean, we're not going to leave them in suspense for too long uh, because they did make their way here. So yes, in fact... It is on the mix. It is your first bonus track. You've got Girls in Their Summer Clothes by, and I I quote you here, The Boss. The Boss. That's right. Um, So, yeah, this is just a great song about, you know, uh, he kind of describes the scene at the, I assuming, Jersey Shore 
um, and the girls in their summer clothes and, you know, just, just the whole scene there. So again, a, a really cool um, picture in words laid out there by Bruce Springsteen. But this song also has some extra meaning because my daughter uh, was born in the summer. And so when I found out I was having a daughter and, you know, when her due date was, I kind of immediately associated it with this song because, you know, about girls and in the summer and she just turned eight recently. So, um, so yeah, that's why I especially love this Bruce song. So that was my first pick. Yeah. It's a great summertime Bruce song. Um, and actually I think I wrote that I don't think that there isn't like a song there isn't a mix that, that can go by without something that he's like sung about, written about, you know, so I feel like he's, he's got such an amazing uh, catalog of music that you could, he belongs in every single mix. I'm, I'm starting to be a, a big believer here. <laughs> starting to turn you around. I'm telling you, he goes deep. He goes deep on that catalog. There's no doubt. My, my favorite thing about this when I was reading about this song is that um, it was, it got two nominations like really late based on, you know, whenever it first released. And so it was in 2009, um, he lost, let's see, he won the best rock song in 2009 in the Grammys. And apparently he didn't even know that it was up for a Grammy. He he literally quoted to have said, I didn't even know I was up for a Grammy. I opened the newspaper on Monday and saw that I had won and thought, oh, well, that's great. <laughs> I just think, like, talk about, again, a prolific music career that... <laughs> You're being notified of a Grammy win, you know, win on, on a Monday as you're reading the newspaper and it's not even like a big deal. You're like, oh, yeah, just add it to like the, the pile over there of all these other rewards I've won. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like a technical Grammy where it's like, well, they didn't even announce it. It's like, no, it was best rock song. It was probably right there, <laughs> like in hour three, like a primetime slot, you know. <laughs> right. That's amazing. What a career. <laughs> All right. So your first bonus track, you chose Anthem by Phantom Planet. Yes. I uh, had to get Phantom Planet on here because I wanted to put them on the U.S. cities mix um, for California. Right. Because I think most people know them for California. But in fact, they have a lot of really great music. Um, and Anthem is just kind of like a fun... I don't know. It's like a feel good song for me. Like the lyrics are like the song itself has like a little bit of a slow vibe, but the lyrics kind of build and, you know, they're just all talking about, um, you know, a song of bringing people together and, and that it's just going to be like a good day. And, and I, I love it. So this kind of reminds me of of summertime and again, like waking up and feeling a little lazy, but also feeling hopeful for the day. Um, so it's just it's a it's a cool little anthem, if you will, uh, for every day in the summer. Well, and I just love the, this whole world needs an anthem, right? Like I yes. just kept saying that in the song and I was like, yes. It's like, you know what? The world does need an anthem. Let's, let's rally together under like an anthem. But I, I think as we have yeah. found out with this uh, podcast, it's hard to unite people under one song. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> there's a, uh, just real quick, there's like a 30 Rock episode where Tracy Jordan's character is trying to... Um, is uh is trying to get an egot right so he's trying to get yes yes I one award that. and so whenever he's writing the grammy he just he's like well let's mix every winning genre into one <laughs> song <laughs> and it's just it's just garbage like <laughs> but that's kind of what i imagine would happen if we try to write one song for all of humanity <laughs> that is very all true. right very true your second and last bonus song for you uh you've got the swimming song by ludon wainwright the third loudon loudon wainwright the third loudon yes. apologies no no all good um so this is an old song 1973 
And um, I just, when I think of summer, I think of swimming because growing up we had a pool, but, and this always weirds people out, we never had any swimming lessons. Oh, wow. And so we moved into this house, uh, my parents' current house, uh, when I was like nine years old. And I remember none of us, I don't remember even swimming all that much up to that age, but we all just kind of jumped in the pool and uh, there was a deep, I mean, there's a diving board and it's like 12 feet deep and uh, we never took any swimming lessons. And so people are always like, why, how did you, like, what did you do? And I was like, I think we just kind of impersonated swimming, right? Like you just (laughs) like literally getting thrown in the deep end and like you just figure out how to survive, right? Um, but anyway, yes. it's really funny because my kids, we've put in like swimming lessons. So they're, they're really good swimmers. And when I turned 40, my wife bought me like some adult swimming lessons <laughs> so that I could learn <laughs> to properly swim. Um, yeah, but anyway, That's so awesome. I had to kind of think of swimming and, uh, here we have the swimming song by loud and yes. right. Yeah. Um, I like this song. I, I hadn't heard the song or um, or the musician, but uh, enjoyed it. And I also agree that cannonballs are just like the best and really only way to get into a pool. Um, <laughs> I was always that person. I, I like I never, you know, there's like many ways to enter the pool. And I feel like that tells a lot about someone's personality. You can just ask them, how do you get into pools? You know, there's like the toe dipper. There's like the very slow staircase. There's um, there's like the put your dangle your feet in for a while and then kind of slightly dip in without causing a splash. And then there's the cannonballers, you know, who are just like, you know, get in your swimsuit and just start running and, and jump as high as you can. And you're in it. And I was a cannonballer. <laughs> that is very telling. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, um, OK, yes. so we get to our second and last bonus track. This was your choice. Banana Pancakes by Jack Johnson. Yeah, this is just like a delightful song. Um, it's it's a very laid back kind of great tune. Um, it's all about just kind of shutting out the world a little longer and staying in bed, ignoring everything. Um, you know, and in fact, it, it says that it's raining and so there's no reason to go outside anyway. Um, and I love that. I just kind of think that it is worse sometimes. Again, I've always, maybe this is just me, but I've always felt like an intense pressure around summertime to like make every day like legendary um, because it's like, oh, it's summer. You know, you, you don't, you only have so many days of the year that you're off. Um, and so I kind of just enjoyed when it rained, in fact, because that, that kind of relieved the pressure of needing to have this day be some big thing. And so I think I always relished in the rain because it was like, huh, today I actually don't have to do anything. And I really enjoyed those days sometimes, you know, like every now and then you do want a day of, of just literally doing nothing and not needing to, to do some grand uh, event. So I love the song and I love that, that that's kind of what it reminds me of when I listen to it. Yeah, no, that's great. And I, I totally agree about the like not having anything scheduled is like the best thing. <laughs> just Yes. All right. There's there's no time pressure here at all. We don't have to be anywhere at any time. We'll just sit around. And the rain certainly helps that cause whenever you're trying to make mm-hmm. that happen. Uh, when it rains, you know, you get something canceled maybe and uh, leads to just uh, sitting at home eating banana pancakes like Jack Johnson suggests. <laughs> Exactly. Which are delicious, by the way. They are. Um, there's no doubt. <laughs> I have to wonder if there's like a banana pancake recipe by Jack Johnson somewhere, you know? Like, <laughs> there should be. That could be his like Paul Newman thing, right? It could be right, Jack Johnson right. banana pancakes. <laughs> Get on that. That's Get great. on that, Jack Johnson. You're leaving money on the table. Seriously. Jeez. That's like a $10 million idea right there. Just foolish. Um, all right. Well, there you go. There's your bonus tracks. Thank you, guys 
for being part of our Patreon and contributing to uh, help support. Another popular mix was our back to school mix at the end of the summer. We've got four more bonus tracks for you on that one right now. Welcome back to our Super Awesome Mix bonus tracks. Four more tracks for your Super Awesome Mix still on the theme of back to school. Is real music dying? What even is real music and who are we to judge that? Well, my father is a lifelong musician and together we've been making music for over a decade. In our new podcast, we dare to ask the urgent, the weird and the deep questions. And we have a lot of wild stories to tell. No matter what genres you enjoy, whether you're a musician, a producer or a listener, we invite you to discover unconventional perspectives on music. So tune in and go follow Mad Makings of Music wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes, um, and we've got we've got some great four picks here. I'm going to actually kick it off with your track. You picked uh, just an amazing one. Great name, wonderful band, Hot for Teacher by Van Halen. And, yeah, and this I has mean, such this an is... amazing, sorry, this has such an amazing drum cover too, drum opener. I mean, right. oh my yeah. God. I mean, just musically, this song is incredible. And then it just yeah. happens to sort of tangentially follow in the back to school mix, right? I mean, yes. someone's yeah. very attracted to their teacher. Um, <laughs> yes. It, I mean, just an amazing song off an amazing Van Halen album and uh, an unforgettable music video um, for those who, uh, if you want to look that up on YouTube. Um, and also, I think the inspiration for the scene in uh, Varsity Blues, where the football players go to the strip club and see like their health teacher or something who's a stripper. Right. So <laughs> I'm guessing they just ripped that right out of this song and decided to create a whole scene out of it for that um, otherwise realistic movie. That was right, the yes. only unrealistic part of that movie. Exactly. Um, Other is <laughs> almost a documentary in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yes, amazing musical song, just a guitar solo in the middle that like can blow your mind. Um, like this was actually the last single before David Lee Roth left the band in 1985. Um, and actually, this the music video you just mentioned it. Apparently, that inspired Tipper Gore. That's Al Gore's wife, uh, if you recognize the last name. So Tipper was inspired by the music video to start to push for labels to be put on music um, that say that they had like graphic imagery or violence or. <laughs> Or, you know, push anything other than like family values, I'm guessing, whatever that means. So um, <laughs> that's a that's a pretty awesome thing. Like you are responsible for releasing a, a music video that was so outrageous at the time that people wanted to start to label it. <laughs> well, and if you go back and watch this relative to sort of what's come out in the 30 plus years since this song came out, it's relatively tame. <laughs> Yes. Compared to some of the other songs and videos that are out there. So, yep. um, a couple of Cardi if... B videos come to mind. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm just not sure if those labels really got the job done. Right. <laughs> they, they arguably did not. Um, all right. So, your first bonus track We Are Young. From Fun with Janelle Monet. And I didn't realize Janelle Monet was on this track until um, you kind of sent the listing here. 
and I guess she's got a small vocal part um, yeah. near the end yeah. there. Yeah, I just think about, like, what's an anthem for, you know, like, grade school, back to school, I associate with kind of grade school, and even in college, I still feel pretty young, like, looking back. Um, and so this is just, like, such a great little, like, young anthem, you know? It's like, it's, this could also be, like, a wake-up song, I would say. Um, you know, it, it kind of builds, it, you, like, the, the lyrics are great, um, and you just want to run out into the world and, and conquer it all. And, you know, he's got the line, like set the world on fire basically. And I'm kind of taking that in like a positive way in terms of like bring change to it, you know, like go out and do your thing. And I think school is, you know, back to school and starting new year and believing in yourself and, you know, whatever goals you hope to achieve by being in school. That's kind of why I picked this song. It's all wrapped up in there. Yeah, I agree. Anthem's a great word to describe this song. And yeah, just the, you know, we are young. I mean, I think that's, uh, you know, you really should enjoy those years where you are in school, um, yes. especially like your high school and college years. And I know sometimes it probably seems miserable, but really they're, they're pretty fun years. And uh, I would encourage all the young people listening to to try to embrace that a little bit more than, than maybe you, you probably sometimes do. But, you know, it, it's hard sometimes in the present moment to really appreciate what's going on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, hopefully everyone can have like a positive, safe and, and good school year. Um, and, and if so, then absolutely be, live it up, be grateful for the moment. All right, next and final track, we've got Education by Modest Mouse. Yeah, I just thought, you know what, let's get weird with some Modest Mouse. It's <laughs> my second It's easy second to do that with him. Here, right? Yeah, yeah isn't it easy? Um, I just love, the thing I love about Modest Mouse songs is just the 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 way they construct their lyrics and, and the way they write um and it's also a very different sound so um yeah just so many great lyrics i think in this song um you know one of them hardly education all them books i didn't they just sat there on my shelf looking much smarter than me <laughs> that's so funny those are the exact lyrics i was going to highlight are they I pulled really? those out too yeah <laughs> <laughs> i love that well, I guess no, there's nothing great. else to say then. There's nothing Wait. else. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, this is again, classic modest mouth sound. Like it's, it's like, it's weird. It's choppy. It's a little strange. His, even his, his vocals are strange, but they just all works. Like it just works. It's, it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, good pick. I like it. All right. So our last bonus track, this was your second pick. You went with anthems for a 17 year old girl by broken social scene yeah i um i got introduced to this one i think in college and it's it's a little strange but for some reason i just became addicted to it um it's almost hypnotic in listening to it because it it uses like just a couple of lines that just repeat over and over and over and over again and that's like how the song is how the song is created and produced um but the lyrics i think and and kind of looking into it and just my own experience it's kind of like the the narrator saying you know, they're looking back at their youth. They say, like, I used to be one of the rotten ones. Um, but at the same time, I think, you know, there's, like, elements of their youth that they wish that they could get back to. There's probably elements of the youth that they wish they would change something about it. And so that's kind of why I thought, like, this would be, like, a, you know, kind of a looking back at, you know, when you're 17, you're in school um, and, and kind of nearing your, your graduation. Just, yeah, remembering Remember to keep that youth as you go, you know, keep some elements of your youth, certainly, as, as you grow older and, and go through the years. 
uh, maybe don't take things as seriously as at least I did because <laughs> I took things very seriously. I don't think I needed to. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and it talks about here. I mean, there's not a lot of different lyrics here, but you talk about used to being one of the rotten ones. And then it kind of goes to now you're all gone, got your makeup on and you're not coming back. Yes, so kind of yeah. that change that happens. I mean, certainly our older listeners who maybe have gone to a high school reunion or a college reunion can go back and, and meet some of those people that you knew back then. And it's like you're that that person I knew in high school or college is definitely gone. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, it's a good one. It's a good one. And I, I love the lines to the, you know, on that same vein, like uh, drop that phone, um, sleep in the car, I think dream about me just basically like, yeah, you know, get uh, sleep on the floor. Apologize. Dream about me. Just, uh, Think back to those youthful, those youth, youthful years. Get rid of the phone that you carry around in your hand all the time, and, and just kind of reflect. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Great pick. Um, so there you have it. Four more, bo- four more bonus tracks for your super awesome mix. Reflecting on back to school. So we'll be back next time. So there you have it. Another super awesome mix of bonus tracks from our super awesome season one. And next week, season two is here. So make sure you come on back next week for a brand new super awesome mix with me and Samer, and we will see you then. Super awesome mix is brought to you by DLM. Make shopping easy with DLM, the one-stop shop for all your casual clothing needs. Shop dlmsupplycode.com and enter the promo code AWESOME at checkout to save 15% off your first purchase. That's dlmsupplycode.com.